EO Fire 1157. There is no failure, only feedback. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Introducing my passion project, The Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal will guide you in the setting and accomplishing of your goal in 100 days. Text JOURNAL to 33444. IGNITE. See why thousands are upgrading to a more intelligent marketing solution. Get and convert more leads with ActiveCampaign. Sign up for a free 14-day trial now. No credit card needed. Visit ActiveCampaign.com slash FIRE. As a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire. ZipRecruiter can help, and today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Brad Harker. Brad, are you prepared to ignite? John, I was born ready. Yes. Brad is an author, speaker, influence expert, professor, and consultant with a robust entrepreneurial background that includes the creation of several companies and more than a quarter billion dollars in sales. His book, The Laws of Influence, has become recognized as a powerful tool for entrepreneurs, sales leaders, and influencers. Brad, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Cool. Thank you, first of all, for uh, having me on the show. Yeah. I'm thrilled. This is going to be awesome. So um, I've always been entrepreneurial. From as long as I can remember, I've always been just I, I just shoveling walks. I was mowing lawns. Whatever it took, I was all about uh, creating a little extra income as a kid. So um, the other thing that I think from a very early age is I was, I was always committed to the opportunity to coach and to mentor and to give back. And I just, I've always had a passion for people and I knew that from a very young age. And so I was reading books like uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and How to Win Friends and Influence People when I was a teenager. Um, And so I think early in my career, I realized that everything we do is a function of selling. And so I got myself on this quest to really develop those skills to really master the art of communication. The next thing that I did is I, I, I kind of set out on my entrepreneurial career. My first big foray into entrepreneurship was a direct sales company. We, I actually went out and sold alarms door to door. And then I stayed in that industry, I actually became a founder of a company that was in that same industry. And it was a good experience, but I just started to see my career as a laboratory as a place for me to just really kind of figure out what is it that makes people successful? What are the differences between average and great? And what are the things that I can start paying attention to for when it becomes my turn to go and and to give back? And so I experienced sales in a variety of capacities. I got into real estate development, uh, private equity, um, sold everything from hotels to pieces of raw dirt in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And uh, really just saw the sales process, the entrepreneurial perspective from a variety of vantage points and fell in love with this quest to understand what is the difference between the average and the great? And how do I become great myself? What are the limits that I can push? And what do I need to do to obviously have the freedom and the results that I want in my life? And all of that really led me to 
you know, the culmination of all of that experience is when I finally decided to just sit down and start putting my platform together. And that's where the laws of influence came in. And I just started writing all of the thoughts, the vignettes, the experiences in my life that had all come to fruition. And I couldn't stop writing. I couldn't stop. For three months, I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And it was a disaster. (laughs) Um, But I hired a number of editors and we finally came to what was the published, the final con, the final product. And ever since I launched that book and I've really committed to that career on a full scale, it's been transformational. It's been awesome. And obviously opportunities like this are to be, you know, on the phone with you is just, you know, it's, it's proof of how powerful that transformation, how that, that process has been. Fire Nation, there are two types of entrepreneurs as I see it. You have born entrepreneurs. And Brad, I think you're one of those. I mean, you were talking in the beginning how you were shoveling snow, how you were always looking to make extra money and you were reading the right books. And that's awesome. You know, that's the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world. But what I really like to stress to Fire Nation is that there's also become entrepreneurs, people who become entrepreneurs. And I'm the first person to admit, I mean, I was a lazy kid. I did what I had to do to get by, but nothing more. I was mowing one lawn a week because that gave me 20 bucks and then I could spend that money and I could get by till the next Friday when I mowed that same lawn. I wasn't looking to start a lawn mowing company and that's okay. And it took me 32 years to become an entrepreneur, to even start to become an entrepreneur. And so if you're listening to Fire Nation, you're like, oh my God, Brad was doing it since he was two and Gary Vaynerchuk since he was three. Yeah, people are born entrepreneurs and some aren't. So there's no right or wrong way to go about it. It's just when you make that flip of that switch. And if you're listening to my voice and the Brad's voice, you flip that switch. And Brad, you've been on quite the journey. I want to hear right now, before we dive into that journey, how do you generate revenue today as an entrepreneur? Okay, real quick. And before I answer that, I want to make a comment to what you just said. I think what's really cool about your experience and probably a lot of the listeners that maybe came later into their entrepreneurial uh, pursuit is when you did it, it was because you were compelled to do it. You knew it was right. You knew why you were doing it. And I think a lot of people, myself included, I went down a lot of entrepreneurial roads, uh, not just to be an entrepreneur, but but without understanding the why, that power that you've got. Yeah. So regardless of when you get there, it doesn't matter. The fact is when you get there, you know exactly why and what it is you're doing. So, so anyways, I just wanted to add that because that's, that's a great point. Um, so I generate revenue. I've got three primary revenue generators. The first one is I consult organizations in the structuring and training of sales teams. I have been in sales for as long as I can remember. And I just, I, I love building Things. I love the creation of a sales infrastructure and putting the team together, recruiting and really developing that talent. So that's a natural by, as a byproduct of what I've done for my entire career. Number two is I'm a speaker, uh, a professor at a university. I teach a sales course there. I also have um, some sales and coaching programs and packages that I put together, as well as obviously speaking at different forums, different venues across the country. And then third, I, I still have roots. I'm a real estate developer. I still have a few projects that I'm in the middle of. Um, they just kind of keep a bit of a you know little change of scenery every once in a while. I love just the opportunity to put projects together and to create value. So uh, real estate is a great outlet for that. Brad, was somebody who has as long and illustrious of an entrepreneurial career as you, you've seen it all. I mean, you've seen the ups, the downs, the roller coaster. I mean, that's the world that we live in. I want to start with what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So Brad, 
really take us there. I want you to tell us that story in first person. Love to. Uh, I guess I, I don't know that I'd love to revisit this, but it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. The worst moment of my life. Let's go there. Um, so if I go back, when I first got into real estate, I've, I remember putting my first real estate deal under contract. And that's how I was told to get into real estate is you dive into the deep end of the pool. So I dove in. I bought a $4.5 million subdivision. At least I put it under contract. And in the midst of that project, after my money had gone non-refundable, my partners backed out and I was left mm. holding the bag. Ended up you know, making it through that deal. And then that really kind of catapulted me into the next level of real estate. So I put all my eggs in a basket, which was to own a real estate franchise. And just as we started to get that going and, I, and soaked every dollar into that, the market really started to turn. And I ended up spending another year, 18 months, just watching everything evaporate. The market was just dying. And I was in a tertiary market, which was far removed from any big cities. And so I just watched. I was just, it was like I was going 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. I was just getting hammered. And <laughs> it, all, it got to a point where I was up to my eyeballs in debt. I was broke. And the market was gone. And I had no real income source at all. And I was destitute. I mean, and absolutely destroyed. I mean, you know, I just saw everything vanishing. And so I was trying to put together my next real estate project, my next thing to really get the attention of, of an investor. And nothing was happening. I got the, I actually remember having a, an interview with a guy on his, on his plane, on his jet, and, but I couldn't get it to happen. And so fast forward a few months, I'm trying to get this guy to take action, to to invest in me. And I ended up going back and I was working for a company that I used to own or used to be a partner of. And I'll never forget, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm sleeping on the floor in this apartment. And I'm, the guy that's in the room next to me was supposed to be selling, but he was actually coming off a pretty heavy uh, drug overdose. The guy was actually like dying in the room next to me. And it was just the most humbling point in my career. I was broke. I was, I just, I refused to starve. I refused to deprive my family of, of, you know, what we needed, the food on the table. And so I was in Phoenix and I was living up in Idaho at the time. So I'm down in Phoenix selling alarms door to door again, working at the very bottom, sleeping on the floor just to just put some money in my pocket and some food on the table just to buy enough time to see if I can make this deal come together. And I just realized that in a couple of years, you can go from the very top and feeling like you're, you're, you're on cloud nine to being at the very bottom and asking yourself that question, do I really have what it takes? Is, you know, is this the end? Is this where I give up and I go and conform to some level of mediocrity that's going to define the rest of my life? And I've never been as low as that moment. Um, I'll never forget it. A phrase that I love and I keep near and dear to my heart is you're never as good as you think you are. But on the flip side, it's never as bad as you think it is. It's always somewhere in the middle there. And that's kind of one reason why I personally love being the host of EO Fire, because no matter how much success EO Fire might have, I get reminded every single time I talk to a successful entrepreneur what it means to just have that terrible moment. And I can look not too far in my past for a number of those as well. Now, kind of a side note, Brad, this just kind of came up when you said going 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. Did you ever used to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out when you were a kid on Nintendo? I totally did. Absolutely. I loved Love that, that game. game. <laughs> Who was your favorite person you would box against in, in one of those rounds? I can't remember his name. Who was the really skinny, lanky guy? I think he was uh, European. He was like the second fighter. 
Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. He had like really wobbly legs. I just knew his, you know how everyone had a weak spot? Yeah. You could find it. You could knock him down in like one punch. I just had that guy's number. I don't remember. I think my cousin got me to Mike Tyson, but I, <laughs> I never played long enough. I was kind of a Zelda. Um, I was and, totally uh, Zelda too. Mario Brothers kind of guy. But I remember I, I once my cousin got me to Mike Tyson and he kicked the crap out of you. <laughs> and so you went 10 rounds in Mike Tyson yes. and he kicked the crap out of you. And Almost literally. I think I need to call Mike Tyson actually <laughs> and see if I can put a, a trifecta there. Oh, I love it. I love it. And so my favorite person, you remember that guy that was the tiger? He had like the little gem in the middle and he would do this, he would like go around yes. in circles <laughs> and punch you. I, when I finally got the timing down where I could block him every time, then he would just yeah. sit there being like, bloop, bloop, and I'd go, boom, counter punch, baby. And I was remember oh. that guy. That's awesome. That was so funny. So, <sighs> 10 rounds of Mike Tyson. Sometimes, Fire Nation, we go through that. But guess what? Brad got off the mat. I got off the mat. You're hearing our voices today. If you're on the mat, you can get off too. And if you remember being on the mat, guess what? You got off. So congratulations. Now, Brad, one sentence. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that story? Uh, you've got to be willing to do hard things and to keep the door open. And I think part of it is you've got to demonstrate and I don't know who you're demonstrating. This is to yourself, right? That you're willing to give up everything. I mean, every, like you would be willing to sacrifice everything to have a shot at your goal. And sometimes you've got to be willing to go to the very beginning where you started and feel like you have lost everything just to demonstrate and prove to yourself that you're willing to pay the price to make it happen. All right, Brad, let's go to another point in your journey. Let's tell another story. This one being an aha moment, a light bulb, an epiphany. My friend, you've had a ton of these. The kind of person that you are, you're going to have a ton more throughout your journey. But bring us to one that you think our listeners, Fire Nation, will resonate with and tell us that story. Okay. Um, I might call my aha moment more of like a slap in the face. Like it's about, <laughs> it's about friggin' time moment. Um, but you know, what's funny is, like I said earlier, I just, I knew from a very early age that where I wanted to go and I felt like I wanted to be so prepared when I got there that, you know, I could hold court with anybody and be comfortable talking. If Donald Trump was in the room where I could talk real estate with him and feel like I knew what I was talking about, I didn't want to start without being there. And so this, you know, fast forward, I, I told you about the, you know, being in Phoenix, sleeping on the ground. Well, just a, a few weeks later. I ended up getting my shot in that deal that I was working so hard to get. And um, about five years later, after I had just had five of the best years in the worst real estate market, I had five of the best years that I'd ever had. Uh, we liquidated over a billion dollars worth of real estate. Um, I, uh, I found myself on my own now. The deal had kind of come and gone and I found myself brokering my own deals. And I remember one day just sitting there and I had brokered a hotel deal. There's three deals. I'll never forget them. I brokered a hotel deal and then I brokered just a big land development deal. And in each of those two deals, and then this third one, which was another large land deal of ranch lots, I got stiffed. I did all this work, six months, a year of prep to get the partners, to get everybody dialed in, to get the returns where they needed to be. And in each of the three scenarios, I got stiffed on the commission. I didn't make a dollar. And I worked, some of these were like my full-time gig for a while. And I sat there and I said, what, like, hey, what's the problem? What's the common thread here? Why did this, why does this keep happening to me? But number two is if I'm going to work for free, 
I better love what I do. It's, it's time that I start focusing on the things that I love to do. And that was the day that I had my aha moment. And I said, you know what? It's time. I've, I could sit here all day, all year for the rest of my life and try and marinate on the things that I think I need to know. But it's time to get out there. And if I'm going to work for free and invest my heart and soul into something, it's going to be the thing that I'm most passionate about. And that was the day I started writing the book. And uh, it was powerful. It's a huge loss, <laughs> but a powerful uh, mind shift for me. Fire Nation, every single person that's hearing my voice right now and is hearing Brad's story, you're going to get to the end of your life at some point. And you're going to look back and you're going to say, man, I really screwed up or wow, I am so glad that I stepped up. It's going to be one of the two. There's really no middle ground. You're either going to step up at some point or you're not going to. And if you don't step up, you're going to screw up because that is just the the essence of screwing up is not taking that one powerful step in your life to make it all worthwhile, to live the life that you're meant to live, to have the vision, the voice, the message, and share that with the world. So, Brad, that's my big takeaway. You stepped up, my friend. And even though you might get knocked down again in the future, we all might. We all likely will. That's okay. Yeah. Now, break it down for us again. One sentence. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Uh, you know, the only thing that's going to stop you is you. And I think uh, Guy Kawasaki, Art of the Start, you know, the hardest part of getting started is starting, right? Or something along those lines. And Honestly, I think we spend our lives trying to protect ourselves. I was actually commenting on a, on a post today, and what's the the question was what's the disconnect between um, us saying we want to do something and actually doing it? And it's it's us. It's it's those safe bets that we put along the way, those outs that we create for ourselves. You just have to burn your bridges and just go for it, and just trust that there's something on the other side. Because when you get there, you realize that all that fear was was for naught. Because it's just, it's us. We are the ones that can stop ourselves. Brad, you have some strengths. We're going to talk about those. But break down what you consider your number one weakness as an entrepreneur. Patience and ignorance. I think there is, uh, we'll start with patience. I've never been a patient person. And that's the one uh, virtue that I wish I had more of is the ability to just let it marinate. You know, sometimes you've just got to give it some time, let it take root, let it go and grow. Um, I watch, you know, you see those people with like bonsai trees yeah. on their tables. I would never be that person. <laughs> I, I love the concept and the theory of what that would be like, but there's no way I could have a bonsai tree. Um, and so I need more patience. And the other one is, you know, I think part of our life is to come into harmony with our gifts and who we are and our contribution. And so I think a lot of times the biggest mistakes that I made was just a lack of understanding of who I was and what were my, what were those strengths? So you know, between just getting to know and understanding who we are and developing the patience to let things happen and take their natural course, those would probably be my two. What is your biggest strength? Honestly, I think my biggest strength is an ability to see other people's challenges and help them innovate solutions. Like not just problem solving. I've always been a very creative person. But I have this ability, I've always felt like I have, it's easier for me to help other people connect and find success than it has been for myself. And I just have a way to, I guess it's when you remove the emotion from that and you just logically help somebody. I just have a really unique ability to help other people innovate in their lives and really create the results that they're looking for. So Brad, you have a lot of things right now that you are excited about, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? 
today this show, man, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm coming off. I just had a really cool uh, Forbes article that was uh, uh, kind of a write-up of the book and some of my philosophies that just came out a few weeks ago. And I'm just at a point now where I'm breaking through in some of the social aspects that have, you know, they take a while to really to grow. Um, I actually just launched an influencer community. Uh, it's a Facebook group. And it's been a really, really cool and powerful way to connect with a lot of the people that um, I do a lot of work with. And so it's, uh, we'll actually have it probably, we'll make, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah. But just to really grow an influencer community of like-minded individuals that empower and work with each other has been just, it's, it's got me right now. It's everything I'm doing. Well, Fire Nation, I'll tell you what's got me is the fact that we still have the lightning round coming up. But first, we are going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. As a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire. But quality candidates are hard to find. But not when you use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites. Plus, they have an incredibly easy to use interface where you can watch new candidates roll in within just 24 hours. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. Businesses just like the one Dan runs. Here's what Dan had to say about ZipRecruiter. The hardest part about running a business when you need to hire is that you have to spend extra time recruiting while you're short-staffed. But with ZipRecruiter, I've gotten quality candidates within 24 hours of posting a job. ZipRecruiter's website makes this process so much faster by letting me manage candidates in one place. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. One more time to try ZipRecruiter for free, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. When I first started out with email marketing, I was pretty lost. I didn't have the tools to create automation or send targeted, personalized emails. I was sending basic emails and not getting great results. Then I learned businesses that leverage marketing automation see a 53% higher conversion rate than those using traditional email marketing. That's when I knew I needed to start leveraging marketing automation, which allows your email campaigns to listen, learn, adapt, and respond based on your contacts' behaviors. Better results? more sales and happier customers. Active Campaign allows you to easily create the smart marketing that I'm talking about. With their beautiful, easy to use platform, there's no need to hire consultants. Plus, they offer pricing that's accessible no matter where you're at on your journey. And when you sign up for Active Campaign, there are no training fees and no contracts. Ready to start marketing smarter with Active Campaign? See why thousands are upgrading to a more intelligent marketing solution. Sign up for a free 14 day trial now, no credit card needed. Visit ActiveCampaign.com. Slash fire. Brad, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm ready to go. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Confidence. I think a lot of people could probably relate to this. And I don't know what it is in our experiences that ultimately rob us of confidence, but there are so many people. I mean, one crazy statistic is 60% of Americans are unhappy with their jobs. And I think a lot of that has to do with maybe a lack of confidence along the way. And you know, conforming where we, we give up on something and we just go after the safe and secure bet. And for me, it took me a long time to find confidence as an entrepreneur, not just, I mean, I was confident in a lot of areas of my life, but the confidence that I could go out there and I could create something that I owned, that I believed in, that was me and actually see it and see customers actually enjoy it, adopt it and embrace it was an area that really took me a long time to develop was, was confidence and just believing that I could do it. What's the best advice you've ever received? 
There is no failure, only feedback. Uh, it's a great quote. It's been paraphrased a number of times, but honestly, like when we've talked a lot about trials in this call, and when you look at the the trials that you've gone through, um, every one of those, I see those, I see my life a lot of times as this long movie, and it's those trials that are some of the most profound and game-changing moments in our lives. And if we can look at those and not allow them to rob us of confidence, and if we can see that adversity, even the times where we were on the mat and we couldn't even get up, or we barely had the strength to stand up, and see those as a lesson, as a gem, as a, as a learning experience, it's, it's empowering and it changes the meaning. It doesn't rob you of confidence. It empowers you and equips you to approach the rest of your life a little bit more empowered and, and smarter. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Writing things down. I, I learned very young to carry a little notebook with me. And I, I, now I use my phone a lot. I still have a few notebooks. But, you know, I think our brains are like muscles, you know, and we need to constantly, when we have thoughts that roll through there, if we don't indulge in those, if we don't write them down, if we don't remember them, they're gone. And a lot of times they never come back. And so I got into a habit early um, to journal occasionally, not consistently, but to write down every single thought that came to my mind. And there were some crazy ideas. And when I looked back, when I was in some of the real struggling points in my career, a lot of times it was the journals and it was the things that I had written down that helped put things back in perspective for me and helped remind me what I was ultimately going for. And, uh, and ultimately helped me write my book, you know, just because it was there. So write things down, use your brain and leverage it. And it will start to give you more and more good stuff as you start to you know, utilize it. Share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation. You know, a big one for me is WebEx. Um, I know there's a lot of great webinar tools out there. I've used WebEx and it's, I've, I've been in a few of those crunch situations where the webinar starting in a few minutes and your current platform just dropped. And WebEx is just, for me, it's been a really great resource. It's really easy to use, really simple to transition between videos, slides, and, and communication. So I'd say WebEx. Now, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners to join the laws of influence on our bookshelves, what would it be and why? Okay, so I just finished Contagious. It's a great book, um, really good perspectives on marketing. I'm in the middle of abundance, but the book that I actually thought about that I wanted to mention, and I love going old school here, but As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Mm. It's just short, it's sweet, and it's so powerful to get you reconnected with the greatest gift that we have, and that's ourselves and, and our thoughts and the power that we have you know, that's innate to us. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Brad, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I remember saying this when I was younger, if I had a year, if I, if I was, if I could start over and this is the same answer, um, and I could do it all over, I would spend an entire year, or in this case, I would spend seven days, $500 and every possible program that's on that laptop. And I would network, I would travel this new world and I would meet everybody I could possibly meet in seven days because I just, there's a great, you know, Napoleon Hill, um, 
He said, no individual has sufficient experience, education, native ability, or knowledge to ensure the accumulation of a great fortune without the cooperation of other people. And I know as a certain fact that the greatest things that have happened in my life have been a function of the networks and the people that I have come to know and leverage in my life. And so I would, if I had to buy 500 people lunch for a dollar, I don't know what the prices are in that place, but <laughs> I would network every second of every day and I would figure a way out to, to succeed after that and guarantee it. Brad, let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. My background is a unique blend of personal development and sales entrepreneurship. I have just seen the sales process and everything that we do. And so influence is the energy. It's what drives the interactions and the transactions in our lives. So what I focus on is influence. It's this, this natural aptitude that we all have in our own unique way to be successful, to realize the results in our life. And so there's a few ways that, that that comes to fruition. Number one, to the organizations that are listening, I've worked with some of the most seasoned sales organizations. And what I teach, you don't find in a traditional sales book. I teach influence. I teach the underlying core attributes that make us successful regardless of what we do. And so obviously I work with a lot of sales organizations to do that. And so that's part of it. The other part is to the individual that sees that, hey, I'm, I'm in a rut. I'm stuck. I'm not getting the results that I'm looking for. It's a function of influence. And I know that there's something in your strategy that we can look at to really break out of that mold and you know, basically align with your unique purpose and ultimately leverage your potential. The best way to connect with me to do either one of those two things is at bradharker.com. I'm sorry, bradharker.com. And I actually created a special page, uh, bradharker.com forward slash fire. And I've kind of created this page special for your audience so that we can connect. I've got a, a free gift for anybody that goes and joins the community. I've got a free copy of the Laws of Influence ebook for them. Love that. Fire Nation gifts galore. And you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with BH and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Brad in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, go directly to bradharker.com slash fire. Claim your gift, Fire Nation. Take action. And... I want to thank you, Brad, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. John, thank you so much. This has been great. Appreciate it. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Text PARADISE to 33444 and we'll reserve your spot. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.